Hey guys, this is Anna. I am the host of the Ramblings of a Transgender Christian Podcast. So I just want to thank you all for listening. This is the first episode. And so, yeah, um, I guess let's just jump on in. There's really not so much to say. I mean, I am a Christian trans woman. I live here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, I started transitioning maybe about a little over 11 months ago. So... You know, I run a uh, blog called Ramblings of a Transgender Christian, and I also have a Tumblr blog. Um, I am pretty, I'm not as active on Twitter as I used to be, because, well, I don't have access to internet at the moment, except for when I go to my parents, and not a library, since that finally opened. And so, it has been a bit tough, but, you know, um, we're... We're going to, you're going to get to know a lot more about me if you've never read my blogs before, but know me on from Twitter. And for those of you who already are well known, already know my content quite well, I guess you might just get to know more aspects of me. And so it's been kind of, um, intra, not good these last few days. Um, before, you know, it, it's been, I have been kind of struggling the last few days in all honesty, um. Not because not not because like I, anything is necessarily wrong. It's just because I don't. I am kind of not. I, I just don't like the state things are going in. First off, is the weather. So it has been snowing so much lately, like like several times a week and like every weekend there has to be a snowstorm. Thankfully, so I am feel as so I am recording this on February fourteenth. Um. So and so it's a Sunday. And thankfully this weekend, it is not snowing. Instead, God decided to wait until Monday to have a snowstorm. And it's just like, oh my gosh, can we just be done with the snow? Like, I didn't like the first snowstorm, but it's like, okay, you know, it hasn't really snowed at all this year. And last year was pretty light, you know. I'll accept the one snowstorm. But then it just didn't stop. It snowed several times a week since then for the last few weeks. So it's like... I am so beyond done with the snow, like, and honestly, like, I, like, I haven't seen the grass in weeks, and I'm just being honest, I am just, like, it's just dragging my mental health down, like, you can only take so much snow before you're just, like, before you just get so, just start getting really depressed, and then, you know, there was yesterday, so, I am not, I, I am, I have a horrible memory. I am rather forgetful about things. And so, you know, like how when you open, you know, you unlock your door, when you're coming into your apartment or house, you know, you stick the keys in the lock and then you got to pull them out and take them inside with you. Well, I've been forgetting to actually take the keys outside the, you know, out of the lock and take them inside. And so I was out on Friday morning. Went to the library, got back to my house probably about uh, one thirty. Um, apartment, should, excuse me, not house. Um, and I forgot to take took take the keys out of the lock, and I didn't even know that until my landlord came by around two thirty the next day, Saturday. I said, "Hey, your keys are in your lock." Yeah, I was pretty horrified. Like, anyone could have easily just walked up, you know, used the keys to steal my car or to break into my apartment. Because I literally just, like, straight up left my keys in for over 24 hours. Like, oh my gosh, I need to do better at that. It's a, I'm not going to lie, that really kind of shook me up. 
Anyway, um, let's talk about something that's more in line with, you know, with with the name of the title, you know, which is um, Ramblings of a Transgender Christian. So, I mean, I have been rambling, you know, I have been rambling so far. So I guess, you know, we have been kind of in line, just me rambling about stuff. So let's talk about something that actually falls under, you know, the probably the more important parts of the title. Um, So I was reading on Pink News. Um, this article about these QAnon nuts who believe they have homosexuality and transgender people figure out. Um, it's because of coronavirus vaccines. Yeah, so there's this, um, so uh, if you don't know, if you're lucky enough to not know who QAnon is, um, well, unfortunately, your luck is about to run out. It is... <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know what's going on with my throat this morning. Just just been feeling weird all morning. Um, having to clear my throat a lot. I, I just have no idea what's going on with it. Um, anyway, um, so basically it's a nut job conspiracy that are the Democrats in America, here in America um, are kidnapping children for sexual pleasure and to drink for blood. Yeah, it, 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 and that, and that, oh yeah, and that Donald Trump was, you know, like, trying to defeat this evil cabal. Like, basically, Trump is a messianic figure. And so it's just crazy nut jobbery. It's literally self-projection, you know, um, seeing that several QAnoners, including people who worked for Trump's campaign, were literally caught being pedophiles, you know. And that none of these people actually, you know, think of the children or care about children at all, considering the the policies that they push. And yet they like to talk about, like, how they just care so much about the children. And, yeah, it's nut jobbery. And these people, like, they are completely unhinged from reality. And a part of her, you know, and these are people who hate the LGBT community. Um, they think that, you know, the LGBT community is out to get our children and destroy our families, you know, and ruin our kids' lives by, you know, forcing them to be gay and trans. And the newest incarnation of this was on Telegram because a lot of QAnoners are on Telegram um, because, you know, it's encrypted and all that stuff. And there's this Iranian Ayatollah who is apparently a QAnoner. And he decided to uh, claim that if you give, if you if you take a, the coronavirus vaccine, especially your kids, you're going to turn homosexual or trans. Like he directly said in, in a part of the message that, um, like, like, like it's he doesn't know think that unvaccinated kids are homosexual or trans. Like these people, like first off. The, the vaccines aren't turning you homosexual or trans. Um, it's probably like if there's anything to worry about when it comes to vaccines, I, I guarantee you that's the last thing you're ever going to have to worry about. You know, um, like, it, 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 you know, if even if you want to be like an anti, like a actual anti-vaxxer, like these people are, like I don't mean people who are just skeptical. I mean people who actually like straight up anti-vaxxer because we need to stop calling anyone who has questions whatsoever about vaccines, anti-vaxxers. 
Um, you know, like actual anti-vaxxers, like there, there's a lot of things that you can, that, you know, there's a lot of things that you can question about, but oh my gosh, really? That returning to kids, trans and homosexual, like homosexuality and trans people have always existed like forever, like long before there were vaccines. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, no one, but it, like they are. Like this just shows how desperate they are, you know, to think that kids are being forced into being gay or trans. You know, they are just. It terrifies them to think that this could just be a natural occurrence. Because unfortunately, for a fragile worldview, literally forces him to believe that. Because, well, what is because you know, for all conservatives, and what does conservatism need? It needs to um, uphold the status quo which means no diversity. And here in America, being conservative means you are fighting that straight, cisgender, white males, Christian males, have all the power in society. And, you know, that, that which is why, you know, conservatives fearmonger so much about black people, why they fearmonger so much about Muslims, gays, um, trans people, you know, because diversity is anathema to it and so they have to come up um with ideas of why this diversity exists and um, the diversity cannot be natural because if it's natural then that means that they are in the wrong you know which is like why would joe biden like they are like terrified and like far right like i'm talking about like this is not even just a QAnon thing this is something just on the right in general that very fear-mongering about is that joe biden wants to turn your child trans and a lot of this has to come comes from that Joe Biden's town hall. I think it goes back in October, you know, before the election. Um, when he talked to that mom on um, who had the trans child, and they legitimately believe that like Joe Biden is trying to trans the children. You know, it, it, it's 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 all ridiculous. Like they literally have to believe that being trans is not natural. Because once again, you know, they had to believe that and, just, and you know, tell, telling themselves that, you know, the schools are turning our children trans, that um, Joe Biden is pushing forward the trans agenda, you know, to turn the kids trans, you know. Um, it's all a part of her, her, her fragile belief, which is that this is something that people choose to be. You know, if you're forced into being, because that, that justifies her actions in being transphobic. It just, you know, they, because if being trans is not natural, then guess what? Like, they believe that that justifies them in um, pushing against trans people getting the health care that they need, trying to push, you know, to not allow trans people to get employment, you know, to, and all that, you know, just not treat us as humans, you know, it allows them to dehumanize us. And so they have to do everything they can to try to delegitimize any idea that this could be natural, you know, which is why they are so focused on trans children right now and trying to delegitimize the idea that a child could just be trans. You know, that's why they're so adamant that you can only know that you're trans when you're adult because once they win that, because if they win that war, then what we're going to do is go back to pushing that this is just a choice. Okay, like that's this is literally for playbook. 
Anyway, yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. The, 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 these people have no idea what we're talking about, and they're just so desperate to push for agenda. So, and, you know, and unfortunately, it does cause harm. You know, like right now, trans youth, they are overrepresented among homeless youth. You know, the, the uh, urinary tract infections are run high among trans youth because they don't want to use, because we're scared to use the bathrooms of, you know, the sex that they were assigned at birth, you know, at schools. Because, you know, a lot of these Republican jerks, um, they're passing this law saying that you can't use bathrooms of the gender you identify as. You know, this create, you know, um, trans people in the struggle getting employment. We, you know, it just all this stuff. It's hard for us to find doctors who will take care of us. I'm certainly having that struggle. You know, it, it this, this has real world impact. And we really need to work, like, showing people the impact that these, um, this rhetoric has, like, that, that's what we really need to focus on. We really need to show how rhetoric has first, you know, real world consequences. Because right now, a lot of people believe that, you know, what you say has no real world impact. It does. Everything you say has a real world impact. And so that's why we, you know, who are either trans or trans allies need to watch what we say carefully. You know, everyone needs to. You know, because what we say will have a real world impact and we need to point out that what we're saying has a real world impact, you know, and we we have to be patient. OK, these people, they have a very fragile worldview. Um, you know, there are three reasons why you are transphobic. Number one, because you need to so that you can contain so you can hold on to power. Number two, because you're you're repressing your trans, you know, the fact that you're trans. And three, just because you don't understand it. And let's be honest, we, we're afraid of what we don't understand. And we and what we need to do is be patient with those. Like, if we're doing it because, you know, they want the power, you know, if we're trying to hold on to power, then you know what, there's really nothing you can do. Just leave them in for hatred. But, you know, a lot of the people who are, because let's be honest, probably most people who are transphobic, you know, and saying transphobic stuff are doing it just because we're scared because they don't understand um, what being, you know, what trans people really are, you know, and all that stuff, which doesn't excuse our transphobia, but, you know, I think it allows us to be patient with them. Like, we need to be patient with them. Because once again, our word, words have real-world consequences. They don't understand that what they're doing has real-world consequences. We need to be patient with them. These people are not the enemy. The enemy is literally strictly those who are doing it for power. So just be patient with these people. Um, and we really need to just work on you know, shoving home how words have impact. You know, these are not, you know, words are not abstract things. These are things that do impact actual lives. <sighs> All right. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I, I really got into that. All right. So I, 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 I really had nothing to say. And I kind of realized that at the spur of the moment, <laughs> So now it's just like, okay, what do I, where, like, how do I transition into the next topic? 
you know, um, I guess I don't really have a way to transition to the next topic. So sorry for how choppy this is, but um, because that because the ending of that rant came kind of sooner than I thought. But so yeah, um, I've been watching um, I've been watching a lot of shows lately. So in the past, I. I had a, I struggled to watch um, TV shows or movies by myself, cause like I guess cause like I had internet, you know, so it just allowed me to just focus on anything else that wasn't TV shows or movies. Well, I don't have internet right now, and so I am actually watching a lot of TV shows or movies and paying a decent amount of attention. You know, not complete amount of attention, you know, but m mostly paying attention. Now I guess I this because I don't have the distraction that is the internet. And so I have been watching a lot. Um, one of the things, you know, if you've been following me on Twitter is Star Trek or, you know, even YouTube. You might be, you, you've probably seen some of my reviews for Star Trek. Um, but I've also been watching um, uh, um, Jack Ryan. So if you don't know what Jack Ryan is, it was originally a book series by Tom Clancy starting in the 80s. I think the last book was written in, in like 2015 or something. Basically, it's a CIA agent. Um if you haven't seen the, any of the movies, you really should. For very fantastic, especially um, Hunt for Red, Red October and A Clear and Present Danger. Just fantastic movies. So, you know, I, I enjoy Jack Ryan. Um, I really need to read more of the books. And um, Amazon, they got the rights to um, do a TV series off of Jack Ryan. And so I've been watching, um, and I have just been pleasantly surprised with how they don't really... Uh, straw man anything you know they, they, they present quite accurately so many different beliefs so many different religions so many different cultures like it's it's really refreshing to see to refreshing the nazi stereotypes to just see like humanity you know the diversity of humanity like for instance um one of the scenes that really impacted me most was it, it, it this one scene? It was probably about halfway through the first se season, um, where Jim Greer, who um, who is you know basically the guy who's ahead of um Jack Ryan, you know who Jack Ryan um, reports to, at the CIA, he's in a car with a um French policeman, and the French policeman, because the whole season is about Islamic terrorism, and they handle it very well. It, it, it that's one of the things that's most pleased me about most, you know, is how delicately, you know, they've handled um, it, Muslim beliefs, you know, and showed, you know, it, it's been it's it really seems to accurately present Islamic beliefs, surprisingly, you know, like, um, you know, they show the horrors of Islamic terrorism, but they also show, you know, regular average, you know, normal Muslims who don't do this stuff and. You know, the beauty of her devotion to her um, religion, you know, and it's actually taught me a lot about Islam, which, you know, I enjoy because, you know, I want to understand, you know, what other religions teach. So because it forces me to look at my own Christian beliefs and recognize, think about why do I believe these things and not that, you know, so I, I've definitely been enjoying learning a lot about, you know, Islamic beliefs. Um but anyway, so going back to what I was saying earlier, so it versus in and so we're driving, and the policeman he's just like ranting about you know how Muslims are trying to take over France, and Jim Greer he is a Muslim, and so there's like you know 
his way of just kind of saying like, yeah, I'm a Muslim and no, we're not all like that. And this is just ridiculous what you're saying. And I just thought it was so beautiful. Like it showed accurately what, let's be honest, especially many conservatives say, you know, anti-Muslim people say it didn't straw man anything, you know, and it also showed, you know, how it really does impact Muslims, like that rhetoric, you know, like how harmful that is for so many Muslims to hear ones who are not these, you know, these nutjob terrorists people. And it's just been refreshing to see, you know, and another scene that really shook me. I think it may have been the same episode where um, the captain was talking to Jack and she was talking about like how there are no hyphenates in France, you know, like how here in America we have African-Americans, Jewish-Americans, Chinese-Americans, Japanese-Americans, you know, you know, there's that, you know, nationality or whatever race, you know, and then you add the hyphenate American. Well, in France, you're either French or you're not. There is no, you know, African French, you know. Um, and, and, and that was just kind of amazing to me because, like, I, I've always I've only ever been here in America. And it, it, it never really occurred to me that, that that is a uniquely American thing. And so it was it really kind of opened my eyes to other countries and other cultures and how they handle diversity. And so I, I, I just been really interested. It's just been fascinating. It's really opened my eyes in many ways um, to different cultures, different religions, um, you know, and all that stuff. And so, like, I like it's just a good series to begin with. You know, like I said, you, you should watch the movies and even read the books, you know, for just fantastic. But this it, it, this is it's just brilliant just how well we're presenting our beliefs other cultures. It I've definitely learned a lot. I love it. I highly recommend it. Um another um thing I just started watching was um Marvelous Miss Maisel. So it's actually been interesting to me because it you know she is Jewish and I'm gonna be honest, I've never really known a whole lot about Jewish beliefs or you know Jewish customs. And so you know that's been kinda nice to see. Um one thing I did not enjoy at all was because I've only seen the first episode so far. Um, was when she took off her shirt and she just bared her breasts for everyone to see. Because something you should know about me is I do not do nudity. I do not do nudity one bit. Um, you know, so for you know, one thing is I am asexual, but also because you know I just never enjoyed looking at my own body. So it's like if I don't like looking at my own body, like I definitely don't want to see other people's naked bodies. You know, and so yeah, I did not enjoy that. Um, so yes, I I I'll admit, you know, I'm a bit of a prude when it comes to nudity and sex. Um, I do not want to see it in my TV shows or movies. Uh, it's the greatest way to get me to not watch it. Um, so yeah, like I really enjoyed that episode except for that. So I'm probably going to look up on the IMDb parent guide to see if they have any more stuff like that in it. Cause it's so, and there's this no, I am watching, but I mean, it was, it's actually quite funny. Like if if you can stand to nudity and all that stuff, I say watch it, you know, definitely the, at least the first episode was just, was pretty good. It was especially funny. Like, She's funny. Like, she, she is genuinely funny. Um, you know, and uh, another thing, you know, when I go to my parents, so, okay, so I don't have internet at my place. Uh, so when I get my internet, I have to go to the library, which is finally just opened, or my parents, which is mostly what I do. I go about every Wednesday and Sunday. 
So I'm going today because it's, you know, the 14th of February, which is a Sunday. Um, and oftentimes what we do is when we eat dinner, we'll watch a movie. Or we'll watch a few television show episodes. But <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, had a cough here. Um, but yeah, so, but, but usually movie and... I recently watched um, Treasure Planet, and I was just stunned at how good it was. Like, if you've never seen Treasure Planet, you need to. I would say I'm going to go out and say that it is the best um, Disney animated film. Um, just the characters are just so memorable. You'll, you're going to love Jim. You're going to love Silver. Um, you know, you're going to love Morph. You're going to love that robot. I forget his name. The, the art is just beautiful. It is, in my opinion, the most beautiful Disney film ever made ever like period you know disney animated film obviously should i say like you need to see it i love it um yeah it is there's not too many movies i want to actually own this is one of them like i like i need that movie baby um so yeah that's um i think everything i kind of got to talk about but let me just make sure that i didn't leave anything off my notes here of things to discuss and yeah that's really everything so thank you for listening to the pilot episode uh you know if you enjoyed it i hope that you come back for the next episode um or you can you can also um, financially support the podcast um we got a patreon we got um venmo cash app paypal um, I'll also have my, um, email in the description below so that if you want to send, like, I would love to answer questions here on the podcast that you have about, you know, whether it's about me, um, tra you know, trans people, um, Christian beliefs, you know, if you just want to email me a question and don't want it right on the podcast, you can do that as well, you know, or if you just have comments, any comments about the podcast or whatever, feel free to do it. So I'm going to try to remember to put my email in the podcast, um, episode description, um, but yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope that you have a good day and hopefully how, um, you'll hear from me on Thursday and I'll, you know, you'll listen. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.